I died for beauty, but was scarce adjusted in the tomb, when one who died for truth was lain in an adjoining room. He questioned softly why I failed. For beauty, I replied, and I for truth. The two are one. We brethren are, he said. And so, as kinsmen met a night, we talked between the rooms until the moss had reached our lips and covered up our names. I Died for Beauty by Emily Dickinson Is this our first Emily Dickinson poem? Mm, yes, I it think is. it is. It is. I did uh, do her for the introduction. That's right. But this is the first one we've right. spoken about her. Mm-hmm. So, I decided to bring in this poem because it goes so nicely with the theme of death. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like it brings another um, thread in uh-huh. Uh-huh. about this discussion about beauty and truth and the value of death, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the... The the Charlotte Bronte and the Mary Oliver poems are in anticipating death, mm-hmm. but here she's died. She's died. <laughs> this right. is in death, and she's personifying what right. that would be I like. I feel like this is the natural, mm-hmm. logical next step. I, <laughs> I know progression. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't. It it wouldn't necessarily be what I would expect. Mm-hmm. Um, death is a conversation. You know, mm-hmm. death is a. Death is is um you know meeting the person to your left and striking up a conversation. Right. It's very um funny to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's cheeky of her. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. I I don't know if I I feel like this poem has a lot of has a lot of puzzles it throws mm-hmm. at me. Mm-hmm. I think I am often more confused and have more questions than answers. Mm-hmm. I think I love it so much. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you, what is your overall thought about this poem, if you had any? I, on the one hand, I, as we were saying, love how visual it is. Mm-hmm. I picture her, like, laid in the ground <laughs> and, like, the guy next to her. What, her do you, what are you in here for? Cottage of Darkness. So they're in, they are in the Cottage of Darkness. Um, and that overlays the whole thing. And then it's the element of beauty and truth. I died for beauty and I died for truth in that she um, hears that the two are one. Mm-hmm. As kinsmen mm-hmm. met. Um, I don't... That feels like a puzzle to me, too. How beauty and truth are so interconnected. Mm-hmm. Um, as she says, they are here. Sometimes I think that they are. Mm-hmm. Or I think about it and I go, oh, yeah, that makes sense. And then other times I... No. They don't feel like they're the same to me. Right. How does that strike you? I have the exact same... Um, exact, exact same sentiments. Mm-hmm. And I was writing my notes, Mm -hmm. trying to figure this out, pondering to Mm -hmm. myself how I feel about it. Mm -hmm. And I remember thinking, well, there's the the person who died for truth says the two are one. Mm -hmm. Beauty and truth are one. And I wondered, well, is truth necessarily beautiful? Right. Aren't there ugly truths? We say that all the time, the ugly truth of it. 
So is so is truth necessarily beautiful? Mm-hmm. On the other hand, um is beauty necessarily truthful? Mm-hmm. Uh, isn't there false beauty? Mm-hmm. Isn't there um I don't know how to describe false beauty, but I guess we could think about someone who's very charming mm-hmm. and and um you know very I don't know, charming, let's just say. Sure. Someone who takes you, sweeps you in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then you realize that they're not a very kind person. Mm-hmm. They, they, they're not a good character. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like Wickham, I suppose. In yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, so there is that false beauty. Mm-hmm. And there's also ugly truth. Mm-hmm. So if that is the case, are beauty and truth... One, mm-hmm. I wonder if it's if if she might say that you know if it's false beauty then it's not really beauty mm-hmm. or the things that all that glitters is not gold you know mm-hmm. the things that you first that first strike us as beautiful and certainly like we at least here in like Western culture have such an obsession with beauty and and making ourselves appear beautiful, but definitely in a superficial way. Mm-hmm. And she would say... Well, I would say that is with most cultures, mm-hmm. actually. Especially, I don't even think it's about Western mm-hmm. culture. I think it's about capitalism. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Because capitalism is... Whenever, Even if you look at countries that are not Western, mm-hmm. countries like South Korea, mm-hmm. China, mm-hmm. Japan... Um, maybe even India, mm-hmm. you look at those countries and you see that how, how the obsession with beauty yeah. goes hand in hand with, with their engagement with capitalism. Yes. Uh-huh. Maybe the reason why the superficial beauty is mm-hmm. so important is because beauty itself is also a market commodity. Right. Mm-hmm. And Western culture simply, uh-huh. simply had a head start with that. Right, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's exactly true. Um, man, and that that would not be true beauty. Mm-hmm. I suppose that's a phrase we use too, true beauty. Mm-hmm. Isn't that a line? Shakespeare, did Shakespeare say that? I haven't seen true beauty till this night. I've paraphrased that, but that's, think Midsummer Night's Dream? I don't know. Um, but that is something that, that we wanna, say. Was it Midsummer Night's Dream? Then it must be the, <laughs> the fairy talking about the donkey, which would also be... Oh, I think it's... um. Oh, I think it's one of the lovers, actually. I could be wrong, though. Who's to say? Who's to um, say? But, okay. but true beauty uh-huh. versus... Well, I don't know. And... and we have we seem to have a lot of rhetoric about that mm-hmm. in our in media and culture and whatnot. Like, what would you say true beauty is? That is a. Ooh, I don't know if I quite know true beauty. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. Well, I think in everything there is a potential for beauty. Mm-hmm. Every everything. Uh, and in every way. So would you look look at a human being or uh, a building mm-hmm. or, I don't know, 
the way words are spoken. Everything has a potential for beauty. Um, and to say true beauty, I don't know exactly what that means. Mm -hmm. But I feel like it is just that potential. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. Almost feels say. like we have to say true beauty. Because we don't know. I think we don't know what true beauty is. Mm -hmm. um, when I think about music, in ancient Greek times, mm -hmm. we, um, you know, the philosophers and, the, and all of them built these um, rules and ideals mm -hmm. that govern the most beautiful music, mm -hmm. these mathematical rules that mm -hmm. govern the most beautiful music. Mm -hmm. um, and then we followed that, and then music had came to acquire different rules throughout the Middle Ages. Mm -hmm. um, and then then and then we had the Baroque mm -hmm. era and et cetera. And now we're in this era. But when you look at it, how we hear a music to be beautiful mm -hmm. has changed over the course mm -hmm. of all that time. Mm -hmm. So how the ancient Greeks, what the ancient Greeks thought was the most beautiful music mm -hmm. is not necessarily what we think is the most beautiful music, mm -hmm. right? Uh, so, and when jazz came in, mm -hmm. it was really... It was really uh, elusive mm -hmm. to the stiff upper uh -huh. class, <laughs> uh, upper class Americans, because yeah. there's like corrupting force, right, right. because it's coming from black people. Mm -hmm. But, uh, but that introduced a new idea mm -hmm. of beauty in music mm -hmm. that diversed from the previous idea. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean that the previous idea didn't have beauty. Right. But we have a new idea now mm -hmm. that we didn't see before. Mm -hmm. So which one of these, <laughs> is jazz true or is classical uh -huh. music true beauty? Who knows? And then after jazz, we had rock and roll. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And jazz kind of gave away to rock and roll. Mm -hmm. uh, so that g got more prominence. And then after rock and roll, other genres got prominence. Right. Rap has gained prominence. Mm -hmm. And all of them have so very different way of envisioning beautiful right. sound. Mm -hmm. So which one is true, right? Mm -hmm. So I feel like, is it important, true beauty? I feel like it is the potential for beauty that is important mm -hmm. more than true beauty. Because it true assumes a singularity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think we human beings don't live in that singularity. Mm -hmm. Right, right. So in our experience, maybe true beauty is not as important. <laughs> I died for beauty. I died for truth. So we and have one false beauty mm -hmm. and ugly truth mm -hmm. versus tr versus beauty and truth being one. Mm -hmm. And that go ahead now. <laughs> <laughs> hey. I mean, it feels like an oversimplification to say that you know we have a lot of adages about beauty, about, mm. you know, beauty's in the eye of the beholder. And, right. you know, like it's about what's inside, not what's outside that counts. And, uh, you know, and we all can can comment on an experience we've had where you realized something was, be like, breathtakingly beautiful for reasons that had nothing to do with... That thing. That whatever else, you yeah. know, with, with things that you would think were going to be beautiful mm. and that you were told were correct or beautiful. Um, it reminds me of the, of the poem, My mm -hmm. Words to You, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. Being so enamored by someone, uh -huh. you just think that they're so beautiful. Uh -huh. And 
We never hear the other guy. We never hear uh-huh. the other person. Uh-huh. So we don't know if that person is beautiful. Right. But all that perception of beauty mm-hmm. has to do entirely with us. Right, and it does. Right. And it so it does. Um so if true beauty is a singularity, it's simply beauty that's not then like corrupted or commodified by mm. all of those other things or beauty that's not simply superficial but that you know strikes a chord in you mm-hmm. i don't know i've i feel like i have that experience all the time of just looking at things and being struck by how beautiful they are without needing to be able to put a label on why that mm-hmm. is on why it looks that way or feels that way to me it just is and that's the truth that's the part truth. is that it's just true i kind of want to talk about the ugly truth portion mm-hmm. cuz we have talked about beauty beauty a lot that also gets me too the ugly i mean i part of me wonders if you know kind of like the the conversations we've had about death so far we say ugly truth because we're trying to shy away from the realities of of simply what truth is that truth is not ugly or beautiful truth is truth right. that's the whole point right like you know and so if it's ugly that's a that's that's, really that's medicine for the human being <laughs> to say oh it's okay this truth is going to be ugly but mm-hmm. it's going to be true mm-hmm. as though we can't just face things as they are mm-hmm. um you know what it reminds me when you talk about when i think about ugly truth is the me too movement mm. right yeah we heard that a lot didn't we mm-hmm. this is the ugly truth so and i think about that mm-hmm. um that a lot of women came forward and we know their stories now mm-hmm. and we heard the ugly truth now but a few years before they came out we lived in a world when we didn't know their stories mm-hmm. when we assumed that the people we liked mm-hmm. the people we admired were just you know as admirable as we admired them right. to be um and so would we prefer so you're saying would we prefer to live in a world that is that has that false beauty mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, would we prefer to live in that world where you didn't know these women's right. stories and had that false beauty certainly we would <laughs> <laughs> yeah um or or do I prefer this world mm-hmm. where I know the true story uh the ugly truth mm-hmm. so and I I prefer this world mm-hmm. and so I think that asks me that prompts me to mm-hmm. ask it is ugly and mm-hmm. it's painful mm-hmm. why do I prefer this world right. well we're the ones calling it ugly I right. think that that's such a it's such a judgment on it's simply a judgment mm-hmm. on something that is right and i think what she's going to she's saying is that mm-hmm. truth for those who value mm-hmm. truth truth is just beautiful by virtue of truth itself right mm-hmm. it um it doesn't require our judgment mm-hmm. our emotional input right. truth mm-hmm. is just truth and truth for being truth is beautiful mm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and whatever we feel about it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um so in that way I can see what she means. What she means mm-hmm. about truth and beauty yeah. rather than are. So if we go from the point of truth, I see how truth meets beauty. Mm-hmm. I wonder if we go from the point of beauty, can we meet truth? 
I guess I just go back to that thing that like when when beauty like the or we we can only talk about beauty through the lens of our experience of it, how it makes you feel or how it affects you. But when <laughs> that feeling comes down on you, it's just true mm-hmm. that there's no in the same way that it doesn't merit a judgment, whether right. it's good or it's bad, whether somebody else has an opinion on it or not, mm-hmm. it's it's simply is true. And so when if if that's the um, barometer mm-hmm. that you're using to detect beauty mm-hmm. when you encounter it, all beauty is true. Mm-hmm. It's just we like to talk about beauty in a lot but of other ways. Since it is an emotional state, suppose mm-hmm. you feel anger. Mm-hmm. and that anger is true, mm-hmm. then isn't what is special about beauty for it to be return of truth? Why not anger? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so almost, it's almost like, tr- well, I don't know. I could be going on a tangent <laughs> here, but like it almost seems like beauty is something that like truth, stands strong as your emotions swirl around it. Um, for example, like, I, um, I'm queer. Mm-hmm. When I first realized that, and it did sort of feel like it came down on me, uh. like, from on high, one cottage of darkness moment, right. like, that it was because I realized that something was beautiful Mm -hmm. and it therefore felt true. Mm -hmm. And I had all kinds of emotions about it Mm -hmm. for a long time. And so did other people Mm -hmm. that I'm have, I had at times felt scared or felt um, angry, frustrated, elated, et cetera. But the fact of it, of it being beautiful and therefore of it feeling true, never moved in all of that. It was like the emotions come and go about it, the whatever that is, but beauty is steadfast mm-hmm. if it's true. And I guess if it's true, then it's steadfastly beautiful. I don't know. Um, when I think about beauty mm-hmm. or false beauty, I'll start from false beauty. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I think about false beauty, I th- I think about the fact that all of our experiences are technically false. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> say more about that. Uh-huh. Um, because if you think about it, mm-hmm. mm, atoms are like 90% empty space. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... Technically, everything that we see around us mm-hmm. that are solid and liquid and all of that, that are so real mm-hmm. for us, are actually mostly empty space. Mm-hmm. But we don't experience them as empty space. We experience them as solid, mm-hmm. real mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think about things like how we see the world. We don't see all the light mm-hmm. that exists. We only see a tiny portion of it. We Mm -hmm. see the visible light Mm -hmm. spectrum. Mm -hmm. And so much of it is just not within our sight. Mm -hmm. So all of our experiences, all of our uh, um, physical perceptions, Mm -hmm. and thus all of our human experiences, Mm -hmm. are kind of an illusion 
in a certain way that serves to help us survive. Mm-hmm. It's more like, so we live in a false world, uh-huh. so our sense of beauty that emerges from those perceptions, mm-hmm. I think, will inevitably be false. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that. I think we cannot help but have less than complete picture mm-hmm. and therefore maybe not the truth. Mm-hmm. But then I think about the fact that even though we can't see all the light, mm-hmm. we can still see some light and that light is still light. Mm-hmm. It's still true. It's still true. So we don't experience all of reality, but we do experience some portion mm-hmm. of reality. Mm-hmm. And that portion However illusionary it is, it has a kernel of truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Reminds me of what you said a few times ago about um, feeling frustrated that you could look out at, a, at all these other people and know that they were living different lives than mm-hmm. you and had different kernels of truth within them right. than you uh-huh. and that it simply is the fact that you're not going to know all of mm-hmm. those things. A- as such, like, mm-hmm. we, we can only know what we know we can only see what we see mm. and that is true to a degree mm. at least it's it's true with everything that we have and know all of our faculties mm-hmm. so i guess there's this possibility of reaching to truth with our faculties and with our lived experiences mm-hmm. um and so what is our perception of beauty is our perception of beauty is naturally illusionary just like mm-hmm. our perception of existence Mm -hmm. that's fun and then i wonder well what do we consider to be beautiful Mm -hmm. um and i think about things like patterns colors Mm -hmm. music Mm -hmm. rhythms Mm -hmm. Uh, we consider these things beautiful and what do they have in similar that makes them beautiful Mm -hmm. and i think they have is this kind of abstract aspiration towards something that is beyond the experiences mm. of our mm-hmm. perceptions. Mm-hmm. And I think beauty is always aspiring mm-hmm. toward truth, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it wants to get beyond what we see or feel or. Mm-hmm. It just wants to get beyond ourselves. Yeah. yeah. And if it's reaching, uh-huh. of course it won't get there. It won't but get if it's reaching. It's reaching. It's mm-hmm. always reaching toward mm-hmm. outside us. Mm-hmm. And I think false beauty is when it reaches just toward us. False beauty is when we're trying to... Yeah, yeah that's very true. ...get each other's attention, mm-hmm. convince each mm-hmm. other of the beauty. Mm-hmm. And true beauty is when it reaches beyond us. Yeah. That's very well put. And... I think that is how beauty can possibly mm-hmm. meet truth. But I don't think beauty necessarily meets truth. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> because, uh, you know. Yeah. So, with Charlotte Bronte's poem, you said it wasn't quite trustworthy. <laughs> how do you feel about Emily Dickinson's writing here in light of all that? You know, it's so funny. It confuses me so much, mm-hmm. and it 
makes me just it just fries my brain sometimes mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. yet i trust it Mm-hmm. We, just because it fries my brain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Something so about yeah. Emily Dickinson feels very trustworthy <laughs> to me. Like I I will believe her. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think beauty can reach truth and they they do can have. So they are brethren. Mm-hmm. But they're not the same. Sure. Mm-hmm. Because Beauty will not always go exactly to the truth. I don't know if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But they're brethren. Mm-hmm. But you know what really saddens me about this poem? Mm. Is as soon as they meet, mm-hmm. the new person mm-hmm. asks, why I failed? As the, with their death, mm-hmm. the assumption from the beginning is that they had failed. Mm-hmm. That interested me too. I wonder how... Because that's what it sounds like to us. I also have a sense that failed back in Emily Dickinson's day was a word more commonly used for died. Oh, that is true. I I could be misspeaking on that, but like, uh, so I wonder if if she meant it to carry that connotation. Mm -hmm. But certainly, that's how we receive it. Mm -hmm. I think maybe she has this way of. Saying things that have double connotations. Mm-hmm. I think maybe she purposefully chose this word yeah. because um, it not only means death, mm-hmm. definitely meant to death during her time, as you said, mm-hmm. but I think it also makes you think about failure as though these people were not able, they died for beauty and truth. They were not able to carry out their mission, right. which is why they had to die. Mm-hmm. Which and is what you've just said, that... I mean, if, 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 as you were saying, like, beauty and truth, it's about reaching toward mm-hmm. something outside of ourselves, you're inevitably not always going to reach it, mm-hmm. and that is a failure. Right. Um, but it's a failure for beauty. It's a failure right. reaching for beauty or failure reaching for truth. Mm-hmm. And they, in this and poem... they have they done s- that for beauty and for truth. Mm-hmm. And there's not any... Do you, do you pick up on any, um, like... Sadness or sorrow? I do. In this I poem? do. Well, if if that failed mm-hmm. part, the first stanza is almost like it doesn't really give out a lot of emotion. It just mm-hmm. says matter of factly mm-hmm. these events, and I failed is the only only expression where you feel a sense of negativity. Um, you find a sort of unsettling mm-hmm. feeling in that expression. But I think that expression gets nailed in further in the second stanza mm-hmm. when she says that until the moss had reached our lips and covered up our names. Isn't that what happens to people who fail? We don't remember them. Mm. We forget them. I had a much cozier image of that too. Just imagining them, she says, and so... As kinsmen, as as kinsmen met a night, we talked between the rooms until the moss had covered up our lips and covered up our names. That, as we are right now, talking endlessly about beauty and truth, and kind of it feels like a, something that doesn't have a bottom mm-hmm. to it. The conversation that doesn't have a bottom. There they are talking and talking and talking endlessly about right. this until the natural the, the natural order. The moss the reached best. the lips and covers the names. Uh huh. Um, and I quite like that. Ah, I see. I see. It's a very... Yeah, I like that imagery. 
I obviously had a much darker. <laughs> <take on> <laughs> well, um, she would probably uh, support you on that. Yeah. Like it's one, in, it's kind of but one in the like, same. I like mm-hmm. that you brought in a new way of seeing them. <laughs> this poem feels very visual to me mm-hmm. in the ways that the others were rhythmic mm-hmm. or whatever. This one paints such a picture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would love to hear you do your impression of it. Unless you have something to say. No, I think let's read it. Awesome. I Died for Beauty by Emily Dickinson. I died for beauty, but was scarce suggested in the womb when one who died for truth was lain in an adjoining room. He questioned softly why I failed. For beauty, I replied, and I for truth. The two are one, we brethren are, he said. And so, as kinsmen met a night, we talked between the rooms, until the moss had reached our lips and covered up our names. <laughs>